You know, last episode, we just talked about the French a lot. And I love the French. Who's like a great Frenchie that I could just be around more? Can you think of anybody, Moody? There's this one very special Frenchie that comes to mind. Mm, mm. And she might just be sitting right here with us right now. As I like to say, I snuck on the pod. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Frenchie? We're just really excited to do another amazing podcast with our bestie, Mikey. And we're excited to celebrate one year of the podcast. That's crazy, dude. Can you even believe that? Going through the notes for this episode and stuff was a very cool, like, reflective time scrolling through all of our past episode notes and everything. It's fun how, like, my music taste personally has kind of grown and evolved. I've really enjoyed that process. That's so true. We're all evolving at our own rate. (laughs) So on today's show, we're going to do Drop of the Week. We've got Frenchie here, so we're definitely going to do fun with Frenchie. And then we're going to close it out with just kind of a happy one year, a little look back, some favorite moments. So thanks for coming on this journey with us, guys. And we're going to get into it right to Aaron French for Drop of the Week. Let's fucking go. So my Drop of the Week is actually an unreleased track. I know that a lot of player bees might have heard this already because Aaron and I first heard it when John Summit played it at his back-to-back with Subtronics, affectionately known as Subtronics, at EDC Las Vegas. And he also just dropped it at his Mirage set. Ooh-hoo. John Summit's Mirage set. This song is Feel Good Inc., but it's the Heritage remix of the Gorilla song. Mayhem ensues. <laughs> Windmill, windmill for the land, the forever hand in hand. Take it all, live on your stride, it is taking for in that love forever, love is free, let's turn forever, you and me. Windmill, windmill for the land, it's everybody The Disgusting Brothers. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah, legit. Oh, my God. So we heard that when we were watching the set back after Las Vegas. And then Summit put it in a set that I was just at a couple of nights ago. Fire track. It's so good. I would have to agree with you. (laughs) That bass is just so dirty. (laughs) Very dirty. I'm not the kind of person who likes to continue to take older songs and make them new again just because we have so many artists making music at every given moment of every day so I want to listen to everything that's new everywhere all the time so this is kind of like a curveball for me because I typically wouldn't pick a song like this but it just hits right (laughs) and this is by this remix is by um, this guy named Heritage and I actually don't know that much about him but I did want to give him the credit since it's his remix even though Johnson and I played it like a couple times already so He's the man. 
Yeah, big beard, bigger bass. <laughs> That's his bio. <laughs> he's got some big tunes, I think. Oh, yeah, he's on Resistance with Black Tiger mm. Sex Machine, which is one of my favorite dubstep songs of all time. Let's I was go. wondering where I had seen his name before. It's also pretty cool because when you open Spotify and you begin to type in Feel Good Inc., Heritage automatically comes up. Everybody is wanting this release. Man, the power of, of subjonics. Subtronics? Which one was it? Oh, yeah, it is subjonics. Subjonics, yeah. I keep calling it Sumtronics, but I guess that works too. Yeah, I think there was like a debate about which one it was. I don't remember which version won, to be honest, so... I feel like it's kind of like saying Aaron and Aaron. I feel like it's pretty interchangeable. <laughs> it's pretty much exactly the same thing, yeah. <laughs> John Summit and uh, Subtronic, same person. Jesse and John. Oh, that's cute. They're both Jays. Aww. I didn't even think of that. One of the most fun, probably, friendships in EDM, definitely. The Disgusting Two worlds colliding. Brothers. The Disgusting Brothers. They, they know what's up. Anything else on your tune? That was... A wonderful addition to the podcast, Frenchie. Thanks. Nothing else from me, Mikey. Take it away. What's your drop of the week? This one was chosen especially with you in mind. Oh. I was like, Frenchie's coming on. Gotta give her something she's gonna like. Oh my god, I'm gonna love it. It's called Change Your Mind by Cyrus Gold. Oh, and I'm gonna turn this up. You gotta dig. <laughs> but if you dig, look at like the beauty that you can uncover. I love it. I'm excited to tell you guys about Cyrus Gold, but I was just excited to like watch Frenchie experience that song. <laughs> That's nerve tickling. <laughs> nerve tickling. So this song was on one of the subsidias back a few years ago. Subsidia is Excision's label and they do a bunch of releases. And so that's how uh, me and Vanna came across Cyrus Gold. I remember... Either I texted it to her, she texted it to me. Regardless, we just had a moment where we listened to this and we were like, who, who, is, who is this guy? He's making that in our ears? Like, we kind of were like floored by his talent. 
That's definitely a Vanna tune. Yeah. So that was in 2020. That was over COVID. And I like followed him on Instagram. I sent him a message. I was like, fan of your stuff. We had a nice little correspondence. He came to Lost Lands in 2021. I think Vanna was there for it. He just came out with a couple months ago, another track that's like a little slower vibe, but it's got the juice. So very talented young man based in Hong Kong, lover of anime. And I'm a big fan of his tunes. <laughs> Cyrus Gold's a good name. Like it's it's already a little magnetic. You're like, ooh, let me like click mm. on you. Let me see what gold you got for me, Cyrus. Right? Van and I were all like, dude, this guy's gonna be at the top of the game. Still could be. Absolutely. Listening to that clip, it was like taking the knife and slicing it through like the seven layer cake of all the different like sounds that you can put into <laughs> like a five second window it was so good i love that like description that's so fun (laughs) the mile high cake i feel like i just ate a big slice of mile high dubstep that was unbelievable (laughs) literally you got the sugar all up in your teeth Mm. we'll leave it there i'll enjoy it later (laughs) that's a great drop of the week out of us now it's time for fun with frenchie which like all the time with frenchie is fun with frenchie but now we have a specific allotted time to have fun with frenchie that's so nice thank you mikey (laughs) I'm honored to be on the pod and just be fun. <laughs> Literally, when we just need some fun. <laughs> you could just sit here and let the camera just capture your essence and it would be fun. So. Thanks, babe. <laughs> For my segment, I want to talk about the John Summit Show recap. Quick backstory, our friends Mandy and Kevin. We met Mandy and Kevin at the Dead Mouse Show in Boston in December. Kevin was wearing this incredible... You could tell it was custom, like custom-made jersey. And we knew that it was in reference to IO with 444 on the back. I like grab Aaron. I'm like, oh my God, look at that jersey. <laughs> it was so fresh, dude. I was like, no, we have to go talk to him right now. <laughs> so we go over and we try not to be too, like, come on too strong. <laughs> We're like, hi, what an incredible jersey. Where the fuck did you get that? <laughs> Give us your secrets. <laughs> And his wife, Mandia, had had them made for him and for her. They were matching jerseys. Wow. And it was the fir- their first time wearing it was at the Dead Mouse show, which is appropriate because, as we all know, we went for Dead Mouse, but we got test pilots. So anyway, and then we all bonded pretty quickly. And it was just a really cool collision of worlds. We made friends. We kept in touch. Uh, Mandy is friends with Gabby, the six foot four Amazonian goddess. <laughs> and Gabby bought Mandy tickets to this show, to the John Summit show for her birthday, the Friday show. Also, John Summit is Gabby's favorite DJ, period. So as some folks know, John Summit had the Friday, Saturday show at Mirage and both of those shows sold out. I don't know if folks know that the waitlist was 22,000 people long. How were you supposed to get a ticket? <laughs> you don't. <laughs> like, like, what? No. no one got a ticket to that, but you guys did. I did. I had a gig, actually. Mm. Working man. Yeah, Moody's a working man. Moody had two gigs. <laughs> had my briefcase, went to work. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta support. Gotta win that bread. Seriously, please rake it in. Let's go. So because of that, they added the Thursday show to accommodate some of those 22,000 people who wanted to see him. God, he is like a superstar. It is wild. It's kind of crazy. Wild. Like, my man has blown up. I mean, even over the past couple of years, 
Yeah, he, he started blowing up during quarantine. Like quarantine is when it started. Is he gonna be like just a, like you know how Tiesto's just been around for decades? Is John Summit are just around for decades? Like I think maybe. I hope so, but I also hope he really like starts to just take breaks. <laughs> he doesn't stop. Aaron's concerned for his health. <laughs> he doesn't stop, and like he after the Thursday show, he had an after party, and then. He had his Friday show, and I don't know if he did an after party after that. But then he had a Saturday show, and it's like, you need to rest, dude. You need to get some sleep. You need to eat something. You need to hydrate. <laughs> Aaron is ultimate rave dad right now. Uh, John, listen. <laughs> listen to well, the rave dad. He is six years younger than me. I think he's Let's like 20. What? I always say this, 27. That's like my go-to number for everyone. I have a lot of I'm friends like, oh, who are 27. <laughs> I don't know. This is hilarious. If you, <laughs> I'm cracking up so hard. If you type John Summit age into Google, it just appears a sentence. John Summit is 16 years old. 16? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> wow. <laughs> John Summit is younger he, than Morgan he's, Smith. He's 21. 21. <laughs> that is hilarious. So how old is he really, though? No, he's probably 28. 16. <laughs> 16. Google said. Uh, he was born in 1994. He's 28. Wow. I just don't want him to burn out. I want him to have longevity. I want him to be Tiesto in three decades from now still doing this and producing and loving it. Like, I don't want him to, like, ever stop loving it as much as he does. When you're 16, you just have the energy to do this, you know? <laughs> He's going to be fine. Like, if he was, I don't know, almost 30, then maybe we could be concerned. Uh, but he's he's young still. He's He's got that youthful exuberance. Fair, fair. He has to become an adult first. <laughs> wow, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I hope all these girls on Twitter know they're thirsting over a, like, child. Like, goodness gracious. Yeah. Get your shit together, ladies. So, so funny. Anyway... Uh, Mandy and Gabby came down on Friday. They stayed with us. I didn't have a ticket to the show until like eight o'clock. Mandy's friend came through and luckily I snagged one. Um, we ended up getting there around 12 and Mikey, the venue was so packed. I don't think I've ever at, seen- At midnight? Oh. Oh, hell yeah. Because yeah. the doors were 10. So at midnight- It went till four. Went till four. We ended up going up to the very top. I actually ran into a friend who was working there that night and he told me that it was there were 8,000 people at the venue. And the guest list was 1,000 people long. <laughs> he has a few friends. You know, he was just like, I'll, I'll call a couple people. <laughs> the guest list was 1,000 people long. They actually allowed 1,000 people on the guest list? Here's my thinking. I feel like if you are able to fully sell out a Friday-Saturday show... And then the wait list is 22,000 people long. They're probably like, fuck it. Like if he wants to, mm-hmm. we'll figure it out, I guess. Like wild, wild. And props to John because he has heard the consistent complaint of like the people who come say, crowd sucks. It's too squished. Can't fucking breathe or move. So John like proactively was like, how can we like work with Mirage to like try and make more space? So he did open up the great hall to be a lounge that had couches and things with squishmallows. And you could watch on this massive projector a live stream of him playing. So like you're literally just a room over, but you could like still watch him playing in like the comfort of not being squished. (laughs) 
That's amazing. I never made it over there, but we did see a lot of the squishmallows like crowd surfing through <laughs> the crowd at the bottom. I feel like people just like took all the squishmallows and just brought them to like the GA section. Like Aaron said, a lot of the complaint a lot of the time is just about like the crowd at John Summit's shows. You know, he attracts like these party people and you see a lot of people like really fucked up and people just go too hard and they drink too much and it's like a whole thing. So it's kind of easy to spot the veterans and spot the noobs. It just is what it is, right? But anyway, I was really glad that at least up at the top in the center, as the night progressed, I made friends. People came in from Atlanta. They came in from the Poconos. The folks from Boston had come. So it was a cool little like crew. My version of Rave Dad is when I'm standing at the wall or at the rail or someplace and people around me are good vibes. I'm like, okay, take some time at the wall, scoot up. Like we all want unobstructed lasers in our corneas at some point. So everybody gets a turn, right? <laughs> so that was a nice like little like rave film that we had going on. But the set itself, I think was crafted perfectly. I thought the set was gorgeous. I got feedback about the set on Thursday being kind of all over the place. And I am easily distracted when we're jumping from genre to genre or if like the BPMs are erratic. So for me, I just thought the whole set flowed in such a gorgeous way. He opened and closed with Where You Are, beautiful. He threw in a lot of like prog, a lot of techno, a lot of, he actually had a little, like a little sprinkle of D&B. There was like a track of D&B in there. And yeah, it was a really gorgeous set. Mirage's production is fantastic. The massive screen accommodates everyone. And it's cool to look at the footage from Thursday and from Saturday because it just seems like he did different sets. And then I'm looking at videos from Saturday. It was clearly a different set. Like he threw in a bunch of different things. And I love that. I mean, obviously he's gonna accommodate people who are gonna come to more than one set. Set itself was gorgeous. I really enjoyed it. I had a great time. There was one point, like around three-ish, where Mandy and Gabby had like gone to the bathroom, quote unquote, but then that just turned into like them wanting to go on an adventure, so I lost them. <laughs> I didn't know this, but Gabby, in all of her beautiful height, just wormed her way through the crowd and took Mandy to the very front, so they did make it to the front. And I'm so glad that I was not a part of that adventure. <laughs> That was not my, that was not my truth at the moment. My truth was just shuffling by myself in the corner up top. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great truth. It was a great truth. And the set closed. Some people I had met in our little circle up top were Max and um, Kate. And they came in from Jersey. And Max was so sweet. We just really like hit it off. And he's like, I just want everybody to have a good time. And I could tell it was just very genuine. Not once, but twice did he bring me a water bottle. I'm like, bro, these are not cheap waters. Like, thank you. What the hell? It's so, I've never had a stranger like look over at me clinging to my empty water bottle, but not wanting to leave the set. And then he just brings me more water. It was so sweet. I call that aggressive niceness. I accept, honey. <laughs> That's great. It's so refreshing. But like to get back to Mr. John Summit, I did want to just talk about how much care he seems to have for the fans experience and for the music he puts out. He seems to very intentionally craft these really long sets for the people. And he does try to like, right, like hear from the fans, like, I know it's crowded. Like, we're trying. It is what it is. All you motherfuckers want to watch. You know, what are we going to do? Yeah, definitely. I feel like that was the first time. Well, I mean, when was the last time where Mirage had an artist and then that artist set was projected into a different room? I don't think it's ever happened. I don't think Not so. Not to my knowledge. I mean, that was a really good solution for people. Can we play a John Summit song? Can you give us something, oh, Frenchie? What was, a, what was one that you enjoyed? Let's get into some tunes. 
Everybody knows and loves human. Huge song. John has just large, large songs. <laughs> large um, and in charge. I think that we could go a different route and play the Grizz remix of Where You Are if we want to kind of <laughs> fold another artist into it. Is yeah. that the vibe? Is that on Spotify? It came out on Friday. And <laughs> you know what's funny? He played Where You Are twice at the set that she saw, and neither of them were the Grizz remix. <laughs> it's okay, though. I haven't listened to this. Oh, you haven't heard it yet? I've seen like some videos, but not the proper mastered version. It came out Friday, right? Yes, it came out officially on Friday, June 2nd. Actually, a lot of good music came out on June 2nd. They do be releasing good music, huh? They do, they do. All right, let's do it. One song. Well, song three, too. really, because Hala kills those vocals. Oh, God. Doesn't you destroy it? It's so good. Yeah. That was... It's destruction already. <laughs> yeah. That was necessary. So everyone go check out that song on Spotify. <laughs> or wherever you get your music. Or wherever you get your music. <laughs> but, but really, if... Spotify. <laughs> this is not a paid endorsement. <laughs> We're pretty big Spotify people at the Plurality Podcast. True that. It's just the, the algorithm is so good. So tell them what what uh, awesomeness did you find after John Summit? Oh, I'll tell them. So at one point during the set, I was speaking with Max and... He had given me a water bottle and we were just chatting it up. I was talking about Aaron and I was like, oh yeah, my spouse is actually at a set in the city. And then they're like, oh man, he's not here. And I'm like, no, but actually like they've got a set until 4.30 around the corner and it's free. So we could go do a fun little street afters. So of course I'm like no pressure, but I'm going right now. So if you want to come with me, I will take you through all of the twists and turns of these warehouses to get you there. So grab them, found Mandy found Gabby and we all basically like started to basically run because it was like 4.15 and I thought Aaron was going to be like hard cut off at 4.30. We're like running down the street and I'm like, follow us to the free afters. Come on. I'm like grabbing people off the street. I'm like, come on, follow us. Just like, you know, who the fuck ever. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> did you show up with an army? She actually did. <laughs> I had a gig in the city that went till two and then I took a train back to Brooklyn, went to the city soul bus and then I played on the city soul bus. My original time was supposed to be three to four thirty on my own for the first 20 minutes i had three people 
dancing. And then our friend Jen on the bus dancing with me. And then all those people left. Oh, Tim showed up at some point. I never told you that. Tim was there for like 15 minutes. And then for like maybe 10 minutes, I had zero people and I was just vibing by myself. I was like, oh yeah. And then like, you know, I'd get like a group of people here, a group of people there. But it wasn't until the army that showed up with Frenchie after Mirage closed and Silo closed. Around four o'clock, Silo people started coming out. And then it was when all the people came with from Mirage that it really got bumping. But that was so cool. And like, not that I wasn't having a good time for the three people yeah. or like when there was no one, I was still vibing. I was just like, whatever, man. Like, at least I have no pressure to be like awesome right now. <laughs> and then all these people like showed up. At the most, we probably had, I don't know, 50 people. I, I was going to say the same number, yeah. Yeah. That's vibes, yeah. man. That's 50 people grooving. It was sick. You're outside, right? Like, literally, you can see them coming from anywhere. It was so awesome. It, and Aaron did a great job. Like, the set was just beautifully crafted. Obviously. And it was my first time getting a chance to shuffle with Mandy because we didn't have any freak in the room. Yeah, Mandy's a At shuffler. John. Yeah, yeah. She has so many moves. I have like four and she has like all of them. 45. Yeah. She has so many moves. <laughs> she's like doing like uh, a high kick, a high kick. Yeah. She's doing like these high kicks into like fancy footwork. Yeah. She's like, damn dude. <laughs> it was really fun to finally get to shuffle with her. So I was having a great time, you know, and then it's so easy to set the vibe. And at that point, I'm just trying to get people to dance and have a good time and like loosen up a little bit. And people did, they were vibing. It was really nice to have Max and Kate come up to me and like thank me so profusely for bringing them. And I was like, I would never steer you wrong in general, but especially when it comes to an adventure. Fergie said, obviously, <laughs> like, come on. Do you even know me? No, 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 it wasn't like that. It was like that. I was like, no, I would never like ask you to come to some like weird like afters without it being perfect. Of course, of course. I bet that was perf. I'm not a huge afters person, but that was a really fun afters, especially because I stayed until the very end and we watched the sun rise at 5.30 in the morning and it was just magical. And of course, literally across the street, all of the construction folks, all these people in production and packaging, they're just driving the forklifts and they're getting their day started as workers on Saturday morning. There's at one point their garage door came up and a huge semi <laughs> is trying to get out. Alan had to get on the mic and be like, to all the people dancing, he's like, can you please move so the semi can get out of the garage? <laughs> it was so kooky. It was great. Just a collision of worlds. Legit. And so I, I played till 4.30 on my own and then Cruise Cruise uh, was the one who closed us out. And for a minute there, we were going back to back until like a little bit before five. And then he just did the whole sunrise there by himself. And that is the video that I took, or no, actually Frenchie took the video of like the for forklift people and then it pans over to <laughs> Cruz and it's currently going viral on TikTok right now, that, that video. Like seriously, shout out to the two humans who were dancing in that video. Absolute vibration going on. Beyond high vibes. It was just a really great night. Anyway, thanks for having fun with Frenchie on my segment. Yeah, like, thanks for having fun. Say less. <laughs> I did paint a jacket that says, do it until it's not fun anymore. Pretty much my life motto. Mine too. I could subscribe to, to that philosophy, I think. Oh, yeah. we know. Look at your travels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, truly, mister. Oh, hey, I got a random invite to Prague. So, uh, yeah, I'm leaving on Monday. <laughs> this is actually an emergency recording because tomorrow I'm going to Europe. Mr. Worldwide. I'm stoked. <laughs> Yo, Pitbull ain't got nothing on me. Yeah, 305 who? <laughs> Set setting.
It's true. <laughs> you've traveled a lot. I mean, like between going to South America to Austin to Vegas to Florida, Utah, Florida, multiple times. Now Europe. I'm just saying yes to stuff, you know? He's a yes man. I'm excited to hopefully get into some clubs out there. Hear some maybe like Eastern European techno or something. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I can't really wait fun. for that recap. Anywho. Anywho. John Summit sounds like it was a blast. And I'm very happy for you. That sounds like just a dope night. Thank you. Ending with a sunrise. Yeah. Wish that you two were there. But next time. Hey, every experience is unique with its own cast of characters, and that's what they are. Amen, honey. But yeah, maybe next time. True that. On that note, how the hell has it been an entire year since we started this podcast? That's just truly mind-blowing. I go back and look at all of our old videos, and I'm like, oh, that's what haircut I had then. Oh, that's what haircut I had then. I've had some different haircuts. <laughs> That's kind of how I was looking at Your it. Your hair does change a lot. And also, like, I was also looking at, like, some of the old videos. And I was like, wow, you, Mikey looks so young in some of these. Like, just, like a little baby <laughs> I face. I totally agree. Uh, <laughs> how have you, like, matured that much in a year? I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. It's all in the hair. It's all in the hair. Maybe. I mean, honestly, I left my job in September and... This is my first time as an adult not having that job, which is a job that takes up all of your time and it really becomes a part of people's like identity. So it's been really fun to like be an adult separate from that. I loved that, but I also love getting to know who I am with nothing else going on. So that's been a fun last, what is it? It's been like nine months, 10 months or so. Yeah, I feel like there's been some growth which has been wonderful. Awesome. We love that. Indeed. I can say the same for me because I left in October of last year. So that's how many? Yeah. Eight and a half months. Feels great. <laughs> Eight, nine months as a full-time DJ? like Getting new gigs every day. So must be doing something right. Uh, music is what you're doing right. You're good at playing the music. <laughs> when you click play on like the next songs, it's like, damn, they're really good at this. I do aspire to be like John Summit in the fact that one, I'm just loving what I do so, so much and just creating these beautifully cultivated sets that are transformative and healing. I don't know if healing is like his purpose, but like, you know, that's a, a big theme in, in the sets that I curate. Trance. Formative. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. So true. So true. I see you. When you Huh? I was just going to say, when do you get back from Prague? <sighs> no idea. Probably like two days before Forest. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> I've got to stay up late tonight and like think about my outfits a little bit. Living on the edge. Yeah, yeah. I see you've got a fun little statistic here. I do. So I went back into our plurality playlist and counted all of the songs that we've either played or mentioned. And of all... Total, all of those songs, it's 286. And that doesn't include the other songs that weren't released at the time that we, or or something from like a TikTok that we pulled. Right, right. Which is really crazy when you think about it. 286 songs in 26 episodes. Like that's not a lot of episodes for that many <laughs> songs to be mentioned and or played. But somehow we do it. We make it happen. Hell yeah, we do. That's awesome. And there are no boundaries when it comes to which genres we play. No rules. Well, why don't you continue down, down this list? Yeah. So my fave new artist that I found while doing this podcast is actually one that Mikey 
played for us, and that's Bensley. I think he is just like so talented. He's so talented. <laughs> he has an incredible fresh take on drum and bass. And earlier I was just like flipping through some of his tracks, and one that really stood out to me was Vex. Yeah. Because there's a buildup before a drop that all of a sudden he's playing acid and then it goes into a drum and bass drop. And I don't think I've ever heard a drum and bass song that has acid in it before. So I was like, whoa, that is just that's so fucking cool to hear that. Dude, we haven't played that on the pod. Why don't we rip it right now? Yes, let's Please. do it. Yes. I am so genuinely stoked that you love Bensley because I was absolutely obsessed with him upon my first discovery of him. And no two tracks are like the same. They always give you something new. But at the same time, you also do hear that Bensley little spice that he adds. Yeah, he has his own little flair for sure. His own zhuzh. noises they're aliens and then it's like yeah like this haunted house organ and then a saxophone like what the hell like what think Bensley has the freshest combination of noises in his music out there. Yeah, I agree. I have eight liked songs by Bensley. Like every song that I hear of his, I'm like, mm, save. Oh, save. Oh, that's another save. I just think it's so cool that he made like an acid drum and bass track. It's exceptionally rad. So yeah, that, that track slays. Bensley slays. And I thank you for introducing him to me. I'm excited to see him live someday. I think that would be fucking dope. If we could do that together, that would be special. Hell yeah. I was just going to say the same thing. Let's go. Let's do it. And then my, one of my, I mean, it's hard to pick a favorite moment, but like one of my favorite moments of them all is after we did our little segment about Chime uh, coming out as non-binary and using they, them pronouns, and then them reaching out to us and saying they listened to the whole pod and that they were, I think they were cooking or something while they were, (laughs) while they were listening. This is so sweet. That made me really happy. Yeah. Just knowing that someone who's inspired us is listening to us talk about them. It's very cool. That was a really sweet moment, and I'm excited for more of those. I am too. Mm-hmm. 
Frenchie. Oh, Mikey. Aww. Talk to us about <laughs> some of your faves. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> it's You know, I've been doing this for 26, 27 episodes, you know, so <laughs> I kind of got the hang of this. It's not your first rodeo. You know, not a big deal. No, I, I've had a really fun time coming along for the ride for the past year on the pod. I'll never forget us workshopping the name of the pod in the car, and that was obviously very fun. And, you know, you having this idea and then us like fleshing it out. It's just been really, really fun to be part of such a creative process. I will never take that for granted. And whenever, you know, I'm a part of any creative process, really, it's really an honor. And I feel so special to be a part of it and to be listened to. And it's, just, it's, it's great. But especially in a project that I just care so much about, right? In a world where all of my passions are just so deep. So I feel like, you know, obviously Aaron said there's no way that we could just like pick a favorite moment. But I do have to say, Mikey, that your recent contribution of Odea absolutely changed me. I was making brunch in the morning, <laughs> listening to the pod, and Aaron dropped a song that I really liked. But then we dropped this Odea song, and I basically threw the spatula. I was just instantly raging in the kitchen. <laughs> Eggs on the wall. It was awesome. Yes. So check on that one. And then the balls to the walls, eggs to the wall. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then another artist I wanted to just shout out really quick who I found on TikTok. And I feel like this happens a lot where I'll hear something or I'll find somebody and then all of like the worlds collide and they make it on the pod. But Alley Cat was somebody oh I found gosh. on TikTok. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. She goes so fucking hard. I love everything she makes. She is taking the knife through the seven layer cake <laughs> of like every single sound that you can hear in a 10 seconds time span. Yes. And you're like, oh, it's so good. It's sure. just so good. She's so talented. And it's every song. Bro. Every single she's song. So, every song. Like she doesn't miss. Mm-mm, no misses. Mm-mm. Period. I so. do really appreciate that about her. <laughs> what, that she doesn't miss? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say that she's so creative because, like, there are a lot of, just for example, tech house artists who will put out a song just for the sake it feels like of putting out a song. And I'm like, there's no substance here. Like, the song is not good. Why did you release the song? Just because you wanted to put something out and get streams on it? Like, I feel like I wouldn't do that. No one. Like, it, it takes the integrity of the music away. Yes. If your lyrics are like... F this, F that. Yeah, like make something of substance. Yeah, if you want to do that, go to therapy. And Ali Cat just... Uh, it, every song is so intentional. You can tell like she really sat down and thought about how she was going to craft this just amazing track. And fun fact, she just announced that she's going to be playing at Lost Lands. Oh, shit. I mean... This year? Yes. Damn. Dude, honestly... They could give her like the headlining slot and I would be hyped for it. Literally. Legit. She's so fucking good. If she had all of the pyro, all of the production, (laughs) all of the lasers... 
Come on. I, I know. think she played for EDC Vegas, didn't she? I got to Google that one. I don't know. She recently, I, f- I think it was her. She played somewhere and it was the largest crowd she had ever played to. And it was like multiple thousands of people. I guess the, the main point is we're all we're all big fans of Alley Cat. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I'm so excited to listen to everything that she makes with full anticipation that my face is going to melt right off of my skull. Yeah. Yeah. Here. EDC, wow, this is something I've dreamed of my entire life. Thank you guys for showing up for me. I can't believe I'm here right now. I remember I came to EDC on my birthday the first time a few years ago. So to be playing it now is such a full circle moment and I could not be more grateful. Dude, so sick. Uh, Well-deserved. And like, look at how many people are there. Like, that's a lot of fucking people. That is 8,000 people. And she's like playing on like one of the art cars or something, I think. That's a lot of people for one of those smaller stages. Yeah, because people are just walking by and being like, whoa, I need to stay and listen to that. They found the vibes. Literally. Can't can't walk away from the vibes. No. Anyway, those are some top, top moments for me. Off after a year of lunch in the pod. And drum roll, please. Last but not least. Bring us home, Mikey. Bring us home, Mikey. Uh, Music-wise, I wanted to highlight a couple tunes slash artists. I really actually have enjoyed Nore a lot. You brought the song Faith on. I mean, just beautiful tunes. And we also got to exchange some messages with Nore, and maybe we'll connect with, with her down the road. And then the biggest banger that I listen to regularly is friggin'... Sci House, Juicy M, and Subchock and Evangelos. Oh my gosh. That song goes way too hard. Aggressively hard. It's so good. And it got me into Psytrance entirely. That's now a whole genre that I enjoy. So whenever you have a single song that drags you into a new genre, it's it's a joy. And that was that experience for me. So I really appreciated that. So thanks for bringing it, Moody. Yeah, that that one would have been a great gateway tune from bass house to or drum bass to side trance. And then I was thinking about a moment specifically, and then it got me thinking about more stuff. It was when Nizar, we listened to that song with you and posted a little TikTok about it. What a large song as well that one is. I'm big with you. He just commented and he said, this is exactly the reaction I was looking for when making this song. And as a fan of music, just as a pure enjoyer, it's really cool to be able to communicate to the artist through a video like that, how much joy and appreciation we have for their work. And a big reason, a foundational reason why I was drawn to making this podcast is I just wanted a creative outlet, kind of like you talked about earlier to be able to just express this passion that we have for music because we love it so very much and to express our gratitude to the creators of that music for their work which ultimately has a massive impact on the rest of us so to come full circle and be able to have those connections sometimes with both other music enjoyers the people who message us very nice things and the people who say they're listening and enjoy this podcast that's so dope that's so awesome to be able to share tunes with those people And then to also have those interactions with the people making them as well, who are enjoying, you know, seeing our faces as we're enjoying their tunes. It's uh, cool connections and it has been very fulfilling for me, has really 
I mean, that was kind of like a hole in my life. I was like, how can I express this huge joy and passion that I have for music? And this has been a way to do that. So I've enjoyed it all. Only good things have come out of plurality. Only good things. And good things to come. More good things to come. Only up from here, babes. Hell yeah. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> I feel like we're at like the end of a movie, but... <laughs> 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 Credits roll. You know how I want to get sent off with the tune that Frenchie picks for us? Can you get something juicy going? Yeah. Yeah. Remember when we had to take Juicy M off the sign-offs because she's married? Just just out of respect for her wonderful husband and, you know, children. Wanted to, to leave them in peace. Respect, respect. Let's try this. Universe by Krister Nelly Jones. This I'm listening to. It wasn't what I expected at all. <laughs> what a delight. You're welcome. She's got some tricks up her sleeves. That was a trick up your sleeve. That was way up there. So this one's by Krister and Melly Jones. Who the heck are they? Yeah, I don't know anything about these artists, but I found the song and I was like, whoops, saving that one so fast. Immediate save. Immediate save. It's in my like songs already, that's for sure. <laughs> just like hugging the speaker <laughs> and just getting smoked with this. Yes, I can imagine it for sure. That was hot. That was hot. Yeah. <laughs> Loves it. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for letting me pick the send off song. I just got to experience a dope new song. What a treat. As per usual, when we do plurality. Guys, thanks so much for working with me, getting today's episode recorded. Of course. Thanks for having me on, Mickey. I'm going to go die <laughs> precisely in 60 seconds. <laughs> blessed with Mikey's come down vibe. Soft, soft tunes. Anything that you see Obli remixing, O-B-L-I, all lowercase, it's gonna be a vibe. I would recommend. It's beautiful. And this original song is by Ford.
Ashley, where can the Player Bees find us on social media? Well, if you're new to the pod, welcome Player Bees. You have been inducted. You can find us at Plurality Pod. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Find all of the Plurality playlists on Spotify. We're also on Twitter. Oh yeah, Twitter too. <laughs> <laughs> Retweet. <laughs> R-A-T. Got any special shout outs to make, French, while you're here? Feel free to, to take some of my shout outs if you want. I feel like maybe they could hear a different voice. You know, I've been hitting them with it a lot. Well, I still shout them out, but just in a different way. <laughs> I'm going to leave Barbara to you, Mikey. <laughs> okay, that's. I was hoping at least I would get Barbara. Well, I'm going to leave Mrs. Cream to you as well, so. <laughs> those, those are special ones. That's true. <laughs> we did already talk about Alley Cat, technically. Yeah. Shout out, Alley Cat. I'm going to shout out my guy, Jeff. Shout out to Seven Lions. Thank you so much for throwing the fuck down last weekend. Thank you for immersing me in the lasers. Thank you for all the side trance. Thank you for infiltrating every cell in my body with the most incredible music I've literally ever heard. Thank you, Jeff. We love you. Yes. Jeff's the man. <laughs> do we ever say what do we say other things? What's what is this what does this consist of? We've only done this two dozen times. I'm thinking of what the send-off is gonna be. Let's see. I'm just gonna say peace, love, and go chase those vibes. We say it all the time, but... It's the motto. Be like Mikey. If someone offers you an opportunity to go to a new place with three days notice, like, just do it. Go to Prague. Go find the vibes. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna put my AirPods in and walk the streets at night. The well-lit streets, the safe, the safe ones. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I knew, I knew you were going to say something. <laughs> All right, chase those vibes, y'all. Chase those vibes. Until next time, here's to a whole nother ass year. A whole, whole nother ass year. It loves it when I say I that. I when you say that. <laughs> You're perfect. <laughs> love you, Mikey. Uh, you guys make me laugh. Love you guys. <laughs> love you, Plurbies. Uh, bye. Love you, Mikey. Love you, Plurbies. Love you, Plurbies. See you soon. Send us your cat bags. <laughs> <laughs>